Hey, I'm Will Malone, and photography is dead. Long live photography. I just watched the John Wick 4 trailer, and the supposed villain says a very dramatic line. A new day is dawning. New ideas, new rules, new management. And while that's a bit intense and that sounds like a really cool way to talk, it's kind of why I started this podcast. I feel like I've watched the death of photography as we know it over the past 10 years. The photography world worked one way, and now it's suddenly kind of unrecognizable. I met my friends at the print shop in Chattanooga when I was 19 years old. I'm about to turn 31. And when I started visiting and eventually started working at said print shop, photography resembled a real industry. The industry was certainly on a downswing and everyone knew it, but it was viable to have a job within it, say school photography, for example. The old guard still had somewhat of a hold on photography. And it feels like the blink of an eye, you can almost not notice. The more and more I think about photography in my early 20s, the more I realized how much it's actually changed. I used to work on the school photography Death Star, for instance, where I would get up at 4 a.m. nearly every morning and drive out to some place an hour away to photograph school yearbook photos. They provided all this equipment that didn't really even look like camera equipment. There was this crazy backdrop set, a fake rock for the kids to sit on, and one of those old tough book laptops. And then a camera that looked more like a Canon or a dental x-ray machine than actually a camera. It was where I learned what photography looked like when all the creativity and fun was squeezed out. And they actually almost fired me because they found out that I had a bad driving record. Uh, You know, a few tickets and a couple accidents, no DUIs or anything, by the way. And the equipment was apparently so valuable that they couldn't let me drive around with it. I convinced them not to fire me, but in exchange, I had to get a ride with another one of the photographers every day. And I did this for almost eight months and then finally bailed. Certainly, some remnant of that company still exists, but they eventually got bought up by some big mass market photography print company that we've all heard of. Photography went from being an industry to basically not really being an industry anymore, just over the past decade. And then there's the print world. Photographers used to be able to sell more prints of their landscapes, or at least have some opportunity to do so out the gate. But now between free stock photography websites and the ability to purchase a photo for like 30 bucks on a stock website, good luck getting your waterfall shots or sunset photos purchased at an artist's price for an office or even a home. The only way to sell prints now is to find an audience that is hungry for images of particular things, not often photographed, or market your waterfall photos as art, unlike anyone else's, and create mystique through marketing. Or build up an enormous following on social media and or YouTube. In order to sell prints at a decent price now, photographers have to market themselves more than anything and just be great at telling a good story about themselves. Stop me if you've heard that on the podcast before. And maybe that element has always been the case to some extent, but I felt like there was a time, maybe not too long ago, where proficiency with a camera could get you decently far. Now, proficiency with a camera isn't really even that necessary. The only way to survive photography right now is to just be really good at marketing. Being quote-unquote discovered is next to impossible as it stands now. Maybe to grow in the past, being good at marketing was still an enormous leg up, but there was an element where one could not be a business mind and still be passively found out just purely on their skills with a camera. And now there's so much out there that the best way to be discovered is to be mentioned by an influencer. But even that requires some strategy to even get on said influencer's radar. And maybe in saying that, I've deviated more towards other art mediums instead of discussing the mechanical art world of photography. I'm not sure I can think of a situation where a photographer gets quote-unquote discovered or whatever that means off the top of my head. Early on in this podcast, I mentioned that I'm often looking at the photography world from the ground level, meaning the photography world in a smaller to medium-sized city. I guess what I'm addressing is what it takes to move from 
ground level to whatever comes after that. And there's so many photographers that for many of them, it's hard to see a path out of just the day-to-day mechanic work. One way is to just become really good at building a scalable photography operation that can eventually run itself. But that, again, requires business know-how and a lot of it. Oh, and a lot of time and patience as well. And while I still believe there's a ton of opportunity, I see it as reachable by fewer and fewer. Most photographers who start a first-name, last-name photography business won't make it for the long haul. And the ones that are really dedicated may take years or decades to even find traction. And that, I can tell you from experience is a long and exhausting road. And I consider this episode as part of my stress saga I've been going through lately. I feel like I've been beating my head against a wall, and when that doesn't work, I just beat my head against the wall harder. If you're a photographer, I think being good at marketing via business and engagement tactics only works well nowadays if the work you're marketing is good. And that sounds somewhat obvious, but I don't think it's as obvious as it sounds. We are all focused on engagement or lack thereof, but that really shouldn't be a major factor in how we spread the word about our work. In fact, maybe we shouldn't be spreading the word about our work at all. And while this episode has been largely a bummer, I feel like, I do believe there is hope in the mess of getting our work out there. And I think the best strategy is to simply let go and relax. And that's 100% against my nature. I'm a go, go, go kind of person. Move quickly, act fast, don't stop. But that's also a recipe for burnout. And the best marketing tactic out there is as simple as it's ever been. Focus all your energy towards making something good. And people will ask you along the way, how many listeners are you getting? How many likes? How many followers do you have? How are you getting the word out? Does that make you money? But the impulse that has us focused on questions like that, which I believe to be natural to our human nature, and growth for growth's sake are what ends up killing the potential goodness of the thing we are making. And maybe we've made something good and just haven't been recognized yet. Well, the solution to that would be to talk to people who are doing similar things or totally different things. Build relationships online or in person. And then suddenly, if what you make is really good, people will catch on. I think getting discovered or whatever that means in 2023 requires us to abandon that desperation to be seen by all. We need to have a desperation, however, to make the best stuff we can make and do the best job that we can with the tools we have at our disposal. And I'm saying it here now. I think there's actually an easy formula to success as an artist or photographer today. Focus on making the best thing you can make and then go out and be genuinely kind and a good person to those around you. And that's it. I truly believe that's really all there is to it. Thanks for listening. And if you want to follow me and other projects I'm working on, you can go to willmalone.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at willmalone. You can also follow this podcast on Instagram at deadphotopodcast. And I'm trying to grow my Twitter. And you can follow me there at willmalone365.